When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I got some new information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. On My Talk. My Talk. Tell me something good. Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson are officially shopping for rugs together. That's right. Um, they were shopping for rugs in New York City. She posted a lot Bed, of pictures and, and put adults <laughs> next to it. Hashtag adults. So apparently shopping for rugs is the step to adulthood. I Okay. Um, I have another story about them. Uh, they have gotten another tattoo. Actually, this is a matching tattoo now together. Um, they are engaged, by the way, after dating for three weeks. Um, it says H2GKMO, which means for honest to God, knock me out. That is something that is an Ariana Grande phrase. But they both got it tattooed. So Pete also got this tattooed on his hand that he will have to have removed later when they break up. I'm already months. exhausted from this too. <laughs> yeah, you know, Me I know. Too. It's I'm like, already exhausted. It's just when you see a train wreck coming and you're like, don't do it. It's I like, can't. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. the train's yeah. getting faster and faster. Oh, oh, man. Okay, Andy Cohen is shutting down allegations that Bravo producers push alcohol on the Real Housewives stars. So there was a page six article by one of the Real Housewives of New York, uh, Aviva. Is that how you say her name? Yeah, Aviva. She's an ex ex one. She was fired. Okay, well, she did not like how they pushed alcohol on her. She said that um, a lot of them, uh, a lot of the producers urged them strongly, like she had just negotiated a contract. So she didn't feel like she could say no. Um, And so there were a lot of times like she went into some argument with Ramona Singer and they were like, you need to take some shots. And she didn't want to. Uh, We also have Gretchen weighing in and some other people have had embarrassing moments in the spotlight being drunk on the show. What is Andy defending that for? It's obvious. Um, he says that um, th- that the claim that the show that drove us to drink, that's not true, that they don't do that. I know the show well. And in terms of Aviva, um, she was fired. So I think we have to take a little bit of this with a grain of salt. Yeah. Because um, I think there's maybe possibly some bitter grapes there. And I think that as grown women who... Um, should be able to make their own decisions. I, I don't believe that they would yeah. say drink or you're going to get fired. I just try don't believe telling, that. 
try telling Ramona Singer to do anything. Just FYI. Just try. Have fun exactly. with that. Exactly. I, I Have just, fun. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> She's going to do what she wants to do. Um, a Star Wars fan site says that Billy D. Williams will return as Landell Calrissian Woo! in Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, there's nothing more concrete than that at the moment, though, unless you've heard anything extra, because, Jason, you're sort of the Star Wars expert here. No, but this is really good news. Mm-hmm. They need to bring back another one of the original people so this is fantastic awesome okay on tv tonight we have america's got talent on nbc we have the 100th episode of chrisley knows best which uh, stephanie hansen is a big fan of i found out last (laughs) hour jason big fan might be a reach but a fan yeah all right and that is what's happening in the world of dirt you can find more at mytalk1071.com Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Keep me updated. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Continuing a really great conversation on body image. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Jace. Stephanie Hansen's filling in for Lex. Don McClain is here. You're here. Kenny's here. Thanks for being here. 651-641-1071. Join the conversation. We're, we're getting real, girl. We're, we're taking off all of our clothes and standing in the mirror naked. It's Debbie <laughs> Allen. Debbie Allen says that you should do that once a day. Whatever, Debbie Allen. I ain't doing that. Oh, <laughs> Did you know that stuff? Debbie Allen, famous uh, choreographer, actress, producer. Uh, she says that you should take off all of your clothes and stand in the mirror naked. Why? I do that every day. <laughs> do you? you? I mean, not intentionally, but sure. Like while you're getting ready or. Oh, girl. No, no, no. Shan't be doing that. <laughs> no, I cannot. E- no, 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 no. Yeah. Dawn, do you do that? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I guess no. Me. I mean, sorry. No. I just, yeah. Yeah. We're kind of uh, nude people at the house. Really? Kind yeah. of nude people. Well, it fits into our body image talk, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys, can I, like, we had a, we ended on a great note that was, like, super positive. She had really good advice. And I don't want to sound like Polly Purebred, because this is a hard thing to do, and it doesn't always work, but try. Like, try to just change those self-talk and the stuff you're saying to yourself. Like, You've changed so much in your life. You can't keep going back to what happened in when you were 10. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why don't we allow ourselves to have growth and to decide to lay down those things we've been carrying and pick up new things or different things and just leave those be? Absolutely. And I I, I think sometimes it's easier said than done. It is, for sure. Um, And it does take work and... Uh, sometimes you don't put that work in and then the results are, are obvious. And you punish yourself for it. So well, yeah, I mean, in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, instead of dealing with feelings, you eat them away. I mean, I always said you can tell when some things in your life are off balance for me, for me, um, when I would put in, when I would, uh, put the pounds back on. So obviously, you know, I, I have work to do. Um, but I mean, you can't always be your 20 year old body. Like you're, you're going to be your 20 year old body, I'm looking for 34, 30 year old body, <laughs> you know, things have a way of moving gravity, metabolism, whatever it is. So you're, 
this I remember when you were 20 and you didn't think you were good enough then. And yeah. now you're looking back on 20 and you're like, oh, I was pretty good then. You're, oh, you're always playing catch up. Absolutely. I, again, I think intellect, we're talking body image if you just tuned in. Um, specifically, and we, we, for you eight o'clock friends, we started this conversation um, with you actually. We continued it uh, today because we got some really good reaction. For me personally, I, I wanted to do this anyway at some point this week, being Pride Week, being Pride Month, um, because we don't often talk about. It. I don't think it's discussed a lot. I know that I I've never really opened it up, opened up the way that I I did um, talking about the pressure that some of us feel in the gay community to look a certain way. And that is heightened during pride week um, to a level that is sometimes, I, I mean, I, I won't say people's name, but a, a gentleman wrote, I dread going to pride. He writes, I know you should feel proud, but I feel like I got a day pass out of the Island of misfit toys. Even though I am the thinnest in years, I still feel like I get looked at as if I were on my 600-pound life. Mm. It's so interesting, too, because you would think that if of all days, that that day is a day where you get to celebrate being who you are. All of your glorious packaging, right? You were made a certain way, and you get to revel in the idea of that you're fine just the way you are. That's the irony of it. That's kind of sad. It is very sad. He continues, as a man of weight, I don't feel welcome in a large part of the gay community, and it messes with my head Mm -hmm. and self-worth. I either feel judged or more often than not, I feel invisible. Mm -hmm. I wish it didn't hurt or bother me, but it does. every, Every sentence of that message I relate to, Every single thing I do. I, yeah. Chase, we're going to make you a pride suit. We want you to have a rainbow suit that you can feel good in with a ascot tie, a pocket square, special socks. Well, I mean, look, pride's only one weekend and I'm only, you know, (laughs) I only have to do it Sunday and then I'm done. But it is, it's, it's, uh, it's hard when you're not feeling your Wheaties. Yeah. But I'm sorry, what are you going to say? It's a Don? constant struggle. It's not just now. It's, it's not just, just this weekend. by Pride it's Month. Yeah. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. you go there and, and again, it's high school. I mean, it really, and it's another lesson. It is another, it's sad. It, it also proves that sometimes um, high school really never ends. The cliques always exist. Um, the judgy cliques. I mean, Steph, you laughed last, you, you laughed yesterday when I said it, but you know, the A-gays, you know what I mean? They're, yeah. they, they travel in packs. <laughs> they travel in packs. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and you feel judged because you don't, you know, um, if you don't look. Entry to that club, entry to that club is a certain physical type. And... If you do not have, you know, and it's an it's that's the high entry fee to that club. Mm -hmm. And that is why I I don't care how successful I ever feel in my career. This is it's it's sad for me to say I I, Colin knows as well. I speak of it often. I do not feel I do not feel welcome Mm -hmm. by some in, in our community here. I don't because I don't look like Sven or I don't look like Bradley. 
I think sometimes, uh, yeah, I don't Can feel... Can I say what your mom would say to you, though? What? Like, do you want to be even friends with those people? Those oh. judgy A's. No, 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 no. You just want to be in the clubhouse. I, I, yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes as a kid that was bullied, again, that never goes away. Sometimes you do just want to feel welcome. But I also realize, too, as I get older, I realize that those pretty people, as we call them, as I used to call them, the pretty A gays, the, you know, the letter A, the letter, the, the A gays, they are, when they go home at night, they are just as insecure as I Absolutely. am. And I know that. But in the moment when you walk into a room and they are again in packs, <laughs> like like sled and they're dogs, looking, and they're judging, and, and they're you can looking feel their at eyes, you. and it's yeah, you, you just feel like you go right back to high school. And right. this is why I wore a suit to my five year class reunion. <laughs> See, yes, <a> <laughs> just so I could old. look professional. Yeah, and not and look get, like and, a loser. Uh, uh. And someone Pam wrote, you know, "There are bullies in every community," and I don't even say bullies. You know how I feel about overusing that word, but uh, but. Pam's right. Uh, again, I'm only speaking of my personal experience. Yeah. This is not a condemnation or this is not a, a referendum on the entire Twin Cities gay community. I can only speak of my experience, both rational and <laughs> irrational. Uh, and I just don't think it's spoken about a lot. I think it should be talked about more. I, I think men of a certain size in the gay community um, we don't often open up because it's embarrassing to admit that you feel fat and that you because you feel that you aren't, a, you know, a certain physical type. And I know I know overly skinny. I want to say this, too. I know really skinny guys that feel this, that feel this sure. judgment. You know what I mean? I want to yes. be clear about that, too. Mm-hmm. I know because you're people, never happy with what you are. No, even if you're I, awesome. So it, it goes both ways. It's just. It's 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 crippling at times. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the phone lines. Susie on line one. Hi, Susie. Welcome to the show. What do you want to say? Hi, guys. Um, so I just wanted to say one of the powerful statements that my father told me when I was little that I've always carried with me. There are hundreds of thousands of companies that pour millions and millions of dollars to try to ensure when you look in the mirror, you don't like what you see so they can make money. Mm. I like that. Mm. Yeah. You had a wise father. I know. He's a very logical man. He's more so, you know, like if it's a goal, then you can get it done. And one of the things that he told me is not every day when I, that I'm beautiful. He was like, you're smart. You're vivacious. You have a great personality. And I love when I look in the mirror and there's definitely things that I can see that societally would say that I wasn't beautiful, but I think it's more okay to think you are because I'm a rebel. It's rebellious to look in the mirror and be like, you know what? This is fine. And not only that, I'm going to own it and I'm going to rock it because I don't need to let society and all of their money All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Dot com. Me look in the mirror and not like what I see so they can make money off of me. 
Yeah, that's. I'm gonna think about your father. I've that that stuck with me in Dawn's um, uh, soul. Thank you, thank you, Susie. Absolutely, let's go, love you. Let's guys. Go to, love you. Let's go to Kristen on line three. Hi, Kristen. Hey, I was just went with my daughter last night to see the movie I Feel Pretty by Amy Schumer. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it was a super powerful message kind of related to exactly what you're talking about, that society tells you not to feel good about yourself and you have to sort of decide what you're going to do. And she has struggled with some things and it was just really powerful for a teenage girl or me as a mom or you as a gay man. It doesn't matter. It was just, it was so good. Well, Kristen, it's funny you said that because I just got a tweet from a guy named Derek who wrote, you got to start with yourself. Absolutely. Again, we know all of this as people of a certain, and we know all of this intellectually. It's it's taking the intellectual knowledge and, and taking it to your heart and, you know, and, and, and and activating it in your heart. And that's, that's sometimes on, on any given day, it's harder to do. And for me this week, I'm just being open and brutally honest this week. It's, it's harder than most Kristen. Thank you. It is. Uh, thanks for the comments, everybody. Uh, keep them coming on the Twitters uh, email. And by the way, like I said, Dawn is fantastic. Uh, we're going to edit together these conversations because I think they're important um, for a lot of folks to hear. Uh, we're going to be posting them on our My Talk accounts a little bit later. So 817, Elizabeth is going to come up next with the latest in entertainment. And then Marley will join us with uh, the Bachelorette. Stay with us. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Stephanie's here. And now Elizabeth's here. Hello, Elizabeth. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you? Good. I spent Good. my whole night watching Bachelorette last night. Yes. How about you? Yay. Oh, yes. I- Admittedly, I yes. missed last night, so I'm depending oh. on you, Elizabeth I watched Reese. it. Well, this is great because I've been waiting since it's ended to talk to you about it. So I've just Perfect. been sitting and waiting and watching the clock and wondering night. when 820 was going to arrive. And here it is. <laughs> Lo and behold. Lo and behold. Okay, so lots of fun on Bachelorette last night. I thought it was a great episode. Last week's was very boring. Dawn, I felt like this week uh, redeemed itself. Yeah, for sure. Yes, it absolutely did. So David came back. Jason, David is the guy who <laughs> fell out of the bunk bed. I don't mean to laugh because he was really injured (laughs) and he did end up in the hospital but it's just sort of funny and when I'm reading People Magazine's recap they were quoting Chris Harrison and saying David is a fighter what he endured we wish upon no one and so then People Magazine said for some reason all the guys are acting like David falling out of his bunk bed was a crime against humanity it's so stupid I can't believe it he was hurt and he did look really bad but it was just funny that it's like this I mean, it is tragedy, but he's okay. It's not tragic. It's just And when you talk about a grown man falling out of a bunk bed, it's just funny. It's a funny circumstance. Uh, And I find him, like, he's my favorite. Like, he's the hottest to me. You think? Oh, yeah. I think, to me... I, I can Okay, no, you can. That's interesting. Chicken Man, Chicken Man is is, uh, the hottest to me. Okay, fine. Uh, Colton's Chicken super Man hot. and Colton. The C's, I mean, the C's. So yeah. Colton is uh, the other football player who's still there, the guy who dated Tia, who was on um, Becca's season of The Bachelor. And so there was a little bit of, you know, business going on there. But she clearly loves him. And, and Colton in that camel coat last night, oh. I was watching and I was watching with my husband and I was like, I love that camel coat. <laughs> 
was like, what? She gave a shout out to the state fair, to Stillwater. She gave shout outs to to both. She talked about Stillwater and how she loves it so much. And then she talked about the fair um, because she talked about watching like lumberjack competitions and demonstrations at the fair. So we thought that was absolutely fantastic. But she's super into Garrett. Garrett is the guy she's totally into right now. He is the guy she gave the first impression rose to. He, um, they went on a one-on-one and they were just like all over each other. And they're very, very cute together. He's from Reno, which I find to be a little suspect, but you know, you can't have everything great (laughs) about people. Oh my gosh. I think he's adorable. They had a great date where they did bobsledding in Park City, Utah. It was so cool. Yeah. It was so cool. So anyway, uh, Bachelorette, very fun last night. Um, She did have a dramatic moment in which this guy, Jean Blanc, Mm -hmm. told her he was falling in love with her. And then when she didn't reciprocate the feelings, he uh, and asked him to leave, he said, well, I, I wasn't really there. I was just saying what I thought you wanted to hear. And then she flew into a rage. And she kicked ca- him off. And kicked him off. And she did kind of pull a move that I don't love too much in which she went. And um, she's like the teacher who when one kid acts out, yeah. they send that kid out of the room and then yell at all the other kids. Yeah. Which is what she did to the guys. Strange reaction, to be honest with you. I thought it was a a little bit over the top. I thought so too, but I think it really brought up all those old feelings of Ari saying he loved her when he really didn't. He was really in love with somebody else. And I think that that, you know, it all comes from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. You guys know you have therapy on the show all the time. We just just had a therapy (laughs) session. Yes. So good. Okay. Maybe Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson are in therapy. I hope that they are. Uh, But they uh, look are looking very much together. They were partying all over L.A. last night. They moved back from Cleveland. And so they started their night at Nobu in Malibu together, which is such a good Nobu. (laughs) Is it a good Nobu? I mean, it's right on the ocean. It's ridiculously good. Oh. Yeah. Um, So they've been, they were partying until 2 a.m. Like, how do you do this when you're a new parent? I like, don't understand it. Uh, Mm. Help? Cocaine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I don't do cocaine. I'm just saying, I don't do cocaine. They don't do cocaine. We do not. No. 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 We do not. We don't endorse it. No, we don't endorse anything of that. Uh, but that's very, very funny. Iggy Azalea defending her habit of posting X-rated Instagram photos in a rant on Twitter. She says oh. it gives her something creative to focus on when she's not in the studio or releasing music. Okay. Huh. Okay. All right. All Maybe right. get a hobby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Paint. Clay. <laughs> something. Clay in the nude, at least, is artistic. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Nina Agdal, who is a supermodel, who's an ex of Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. She was all over her new boyfriend, who happens to be Jack Brinkley Cook, uh, oh, who is yeah. uh, the son of Christy Brinkley. Ooh. They're all over each other. They're in Montauk in the Hamptons. They're at this hotspot called Gurney's. Um, there was apparently a guest there who saw them making out and was like, hey, you know, get a room. Take it easy. Ooh, guys, apologies. Oh, oh, I got a little oh, yelling baby. going on. Oh, my goodness. A little yelling Elizabeth. going on. I know. Sorry. This is my life. They are not happy this morning. Just that one. <laughs> that Which one? I can't tell the cry. It's, Who's not happy today? That's the littlest one. The littlest that's one the littlest one. one. I didn't know if it was the husband. I wasn't sure. I mean, guys, he's... He, <laughs> is he teething? He's just, is your husband teething, He's Elizabeth? eating cage-free pastured <laughs> scrambled eggs. And of apparently it's is. not enough. He doesn't, of course he, he is, wants Elizabeth. Chickens. That's the best thing that Oh, Elizabeth, that's my favorite thing that you've said ever. What's your baby eating? Please say it again. Cage-free pastured eggs. <laughs> so he I shouldn't be you. bitching. Cooked oh. in cooked in grass-fed butter. It gets worse. <laughs> Elizabeth, I love you.
love you so much. I wish I could squeeze you. Oh, Elizabeth. Oh, As I love the, you. It is the best ending to the dirt alert ever. Hashtag motherhood. Gotta go. Oh, oh, oh I love you, my little Laura Ingalls. Okay, we gotta go. When we come back, uh, Marley is our bachelorette expert. She's gonna weigh in when we come back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 107.1 everything entertainment. I'm Jace. Lex is off uh, joining the new space force. Uh, <laughs> she's Stephanie working is, for Elon Musk. <laughs> she's No, the president is oh, starting a space force. Okay. So Lex is already in line to join the space join force. Join up. Yeah. Hanson's here. Uh, Don McClain filling in for Don McClain. Uh, Elizabeth was here. She had to leave, though, to feed her baby. Um, cage-free <laughs> Non-pastured, cage-free. I mean, cage-free, with pastured, grass-fed uh, with butter. grass-fed butter. Yeah. That just happened. That has to be my favorite Elizabeth Reese moment in oh months. Oh, my God. Like, he's screaming, and I'm giving him the best. <laughs> Hilarious. I Elizabeth knows this. I think she's still listening, too. And then we'll get to Marley, but Marley will laugh with this, too. I love Elizabeth so much because she's everything that I am not. Um, she's nice. Uh, she cooks like a fiend. She grows things. Oh. She has freaking chickens in her backyard. Oh, yeah. And so she's like Martha Stewart, you know? Yeah, she is. One of my favorite moments, I listen, and it's no joke, my my husband and I, we listen to Stephanie Hansen and Stephanie March most Saturdays when we're not at the cabin. We, we listen to... Um, we listened to the weekly dish and I told Elizabeth this one of my favorite moments that just is hashtag. So Elizabeth Reese happened on the weekly dish when Stephanie and Stephanie take phone calls, which I sometimes call in. Uh, but so Elizabeth calls in and she's like, Hey girls, I have a question for you. I have some fresh herbs in my um, my garden, and I'm pulling them today. Any ideas? Any new ideas? How to use my fresh herbs? And I thought, is there anything more Elizabeth Reese than asking the Stephanies Aww. new uses for her fresh herbs? <laughs> it's sweet. I, uh, that's what I just said. Wilbur. I know. It I was, love her. I love her. I almost pulled the car off I, I, off the side <laughs> of the road. I just said, there's nothing more Elizabeth Reese than that. Can you give me some ideas on how to use my fresh herbs? She I love her. is. Um, okay. Here's she almost bought a house where we would be garage to garage and it fell through. And I was devastated for like a week and a half because <laughs> I knew if she had lived by me, I could have had eggs. I yeah. could have had produce. I could have Your had butter. herbs. Yes. Your own butter. Yeah. You know who likes her own butter is Marley Bigelow McMillan. Mm-hmm. She churns her own butter when she's not playing <laughs> hockey or, yeah. or uh, right watching Biggles? the Bachelor. Sure. Well, right I'll go with it. Yeah. 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 Saltine. Yeah. <laughs> Marley Bigelow McMillan's here. Hello, Biggles. Good morning. Biggles, I must admit something to you. Dawn was a, a, a was an A plus student. She watched The Bachelorette. I have failed you. Uh, we passed out uh, before I got to watch it. 
talk to me. I'm, I'm excited that to hear because I am watching this season. Is quite all right. Okay, yeah. let's start out with John Blanc, who just straight up ruined it for everybody last night. <laughs> he, this was Jason. This was so funny until it wasn't. Oh. But John Blanc, so he's he's a guy on the show. He's definitely a plant of some sort. Like they named him Colonosaur as his job. He has a real job, but he's got a thousand colognes or something like that. Yeah, so his package was like him just spraying various colognes and uh so that was kind of what he was known for so anyway though last night he clearly was instructed by a producer to tell becca that he was falling in love with her and it's like week four he's not in love with her there's absolutely no way becca was very taken aback and said okay uh i'm gonna send you home now that's way too soon at which point he then said I didn't mean it. Oh God! I, I just oh. said it because I thought it's what you wanted to hear, which is so much Send worse. Her into a rage! Oh my <laughs> gosh! It just rage it blew up in his face. It ruined oh. the whole evening. Becca was pissed, and it's—I mean, I'm just thinking behind the scenes. The producers—they want all the contestants to say "I love you" as fast sure. as they can, and they're just saying, "Yeah, yeah, 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 do it, do it, do it. Say this, say this. It's what she wants to hear. Say this." So he just absolutely listened to the producer. And it blew up in his face. You know what I love about her? (laughs) Yeah. You know what I love about her is the fact that she does not suffer fools lightly. She doesn't. She does. That's one of the things I love about her. She cuts the crap quickly. Mm -hmm. I know. People are. I I have heard some people uh, say that they think she's not, you know, that compelling of a bachelorette. And I know we had a conversation about that maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, But I, I think she keeps it. Uh, 100, Mm -hmm. as they say. Uh, And I think she really doesn't. The things that really would make you mad in real life, I think really make her mad. (laughs) And I feel like they feel less dramatic. But if it happened to you in real life, those are the things that would make you really, really mad. They don't like try and cover it up for TV. Like I think previous bachelorettes or bachelors have done. It maybe feels more relatable, too, if these are circumstances you found yourself in. Yeah. Where all of a sudden some guy's like, Marley. Laying it on thick. Sure. He made a special I'm falling perfume in love with you. for her, too. <laughs> Where he presents you with a perfume. I swear to God, perfume. I thought he was going to try and ask for that perfume back. Jeez, I did, he too. Gave her, oh, he gave oh. her a perfume, and he goes, he's like, it's Becca Blanca, or something like that. <laughs> and then uh, and then he's leaving, and he you know starts to say, like, well, no, I, I don't really feel that way. And I thought he was going <laughs> to ask for the, the perfume back. Because she goes, do you want it back? Because he said, what about the gift? I know. I thought, please don't ask for it back. And then take that label off and put another girl's name on it eventually. Oh my gosh. Because that would be... I was laughing so hard. I just couldn't even believe it when he said, I'm falling for you. And Becca just... I mean, Becca's mannerisms at that point. Chase, I tweeted a video of it. I took a video of my TV. So you can check it out. I have to see it. At You Get a Rose. Yeah, you just can't can't believe it. I'm just sitting there going, no! No! What are you doing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, did Model Guy take off his pants again? Model yeah. Guy took off his pants, yep. Uh, which, you know, <laughs> he's not entirely to blame, I guess, because Becca gave him the underpants. So 
Yeah. She's she's a little bit helping yeah. it along, and he's still on the show. So the producers are making her keep him. This is Jordan mm-hmm. uh, Colton. I I believe uh, you mm-hmm. kind of have fine feelings, p- perhaps, mm-hmm. for Colton here. Um, my <laughs> two favorites, Marley, are Chicken Man and Colton. Yes, I I I tend to like Chicken Man more because I think Colton is one of those guys that laughs at his own passing gas, and I find that yeah. very unattractive. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think he's very hot, but I think he's also a dude that would. Laugh laugh when he farts and i don't yeah. that's an instant oh, turn I'll off laugh to me at it. yeah there's yeah. a couple things farts about funny colton no, not. <laughs> <laughs> that is the deciding rule here today <laughs> it's been determined denied. <laughs> yeah denied um you, you keep those to yourself Steph. oh yeah <laughs> um no but Colton, you know, he's one of those guys that you kind of hate because he's so perfect. But Mm. then I had it pointed out that he just actually is kind of like an oversized baby. And I kind of think that's true. And then the other thing about him um, is that when all the guys had nail polish on, Mm -hmm. he refused to wear nail polish. Oh, come on, dude. Then he's insecure. Right. That's what it is. It's like, yeah. I did not like that. I thought, get on board, Colton, and paint paint your damn nails. Yeah. So he's yeah. he's the verge too, right? He's the he's the verge of the group. He revealed that he he's the verge. Oh yes. Of oh yeah, yeah. I was like, what's a verge? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not familiar. Like, I don't know time. too many virgins. Um <laughs> Yeah, he is a virgin. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh boy. Oh. Uh, it's not my crowd. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she had a great date with Garrett last night. There were really fun Minnesota references uh, because they were hanging out in Park City, Utah. And she said, oh, this place reminds me of Stillwater. It reminds me of home. It's this cute little city. Um, And then she kind of said that Garrett reminds her of her dad. At which point, oh. you know, we can just call it. But then she had this date that was all about being a lumberjack, which reminds me of lumberjack days in Stillwater. And all these guys were trying to be Love Minnesotan lumber sexuals. <laughs> it was I, fantastic. Yes. I was. I mean, oh. man, it doesn't get old. It just doesn't get old. She no. mentioned the Minnesota State Fair. She's like, I used to watch at the State Fair, exactly. the lumberjack competition. Ooh. So yes. she had a whole date I know. revolved around them doing all those lumberjack <laughs> competitions in Platt, and I was in heaven. I, it's just so, <laughs> it doesn't get old. It really doesn't. And I no. mean, if you really want to take stocking to the extreme, like she was at Costco yesterday, you know, probably Whoa. in St. Louis Park. She was? Yeah. Like, look at you, Damn Marley. It, I, went. I know. I mean, her Instagram stories, you can really find out where oh, she's I at. I need to track her. Oh, That's what I do with Alexis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you that will... would be funny if I could hunt, if I could track. I should probably not use the word hunting. That's not attractive. But... <laughs> Stalking, okay. hunting, what's tracking. Her, what's, her, what's her thing, her handle, Marley, on um, the Insta? It's at bcoof, I believe. There might be a number after that. Bcoof? Yeah, bcoof. Because her last name's um, <laughs> Kufrin or Kufrin. K U F R I N K U. So her, but her her handle is B K O O F. B K. Oh, there she is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm following her. Yes, I just love her. her. I love her. Okay, I know I like her the too. Next girl, the next time she's at Costco, I'm yeah. all I'm oh all God. over this. Well, you're gonna be following her like you did the Nintendo Switch when you were trying to figure That's out where right. that was. <laughs> well, and that led me to Montana. So yeah. what does that tell you? Yeah. <laughs> Marley Bigelow McMillan. For the very latest, you can go to Marley Bigelow McMillan's uh, podcast, You Get a Rose. You can find that where at Kmart, Walmart, and wherever podcasts are sold. Absolutely. Right, Bigelow? Yes, yes. Okay.
We love you, Biggs. Love you, too. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. The Bigelow. 843, uh, when we come back, Stephanie uh, Hansen, I have a mission for you. Ready? Uh, Sure. I would like you to go downstairs to the security guard because Stephanie Shimp has just dropped off the fair food for you, too. Got it. So we're going to try and talk about fair food when we return. I'm excited. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. This is perfect timing. I couldn't have uh, couldn't have planned this any better. We're talking state fair foods. I know summer hasn't even started yet officially until like the 21st, but the Minnesota State Fair came out with their list of the new foods coming this year. 27 official new foods and some new vendors. Uh, and right now, you know, full disclosure, I'm a little biased. I have some favorites. Um, y'all know that. I talk about it all the time. And we're getting ready to try. We waste no time here on the show. We are getting ready to try one of the new items. Stephanie Hansen's filling in for Lex. Dawn's here. Hansen, do we have it? Do you I have do. You? Okay. We are getting ready to try from our friends at Blue Plate their newest item at the Blue Barn, which opened several years ago. So fantastic. We are getting ready to try the Swedish meatballs. Okay, Steph, how do you pronounce it? Smorgas. 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 Okay, Hanson, do you have the description right there? Um, No, but uh, I can I do, describe I do. it. Yeah, it is a meatball sandwich with three traditional Swedish pork and beef meatballs topped with white gravy, lingonberry sauce, and dill pickles. And again, this is from the Blue Barn, the Swedish meatball smorgas. smorgas. Are you eating your bite at the same time I'm eating my bite? Uh, Well, the wonderful Stephanie Shimp is literally in my Harry Potter closet of a radio studio (laughs) is crafting the smorgas right now. Do you have yours? Oh, yeah. Mine has been crafted. I'm holding it up. Tell me when you're ready to bite. Put it, put it in. Uh, no, you go ahead. You go first. Okay. Stephanie is handing me mine right now. Okay, go ahead. Commence eating. <laughs> and Dawn, okay. you're not right. You're, you're, yeah, you're, I can't. you're I'm abstaining. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to right Good, now. Good, like, um, sagey okay. flavor in the gravy. Yeah. Keep talking, Canson, because I'm getting ready to put mine in my mouth. It kind of tastes like a, um, like a good Thanksgiving dinner. Ooh, that's a nice description uh-huh. right there. Wow. Mm. I love that pickle mm. and the lingonberry is sweet and sour um, and the griddled bread. Oh, it's I real, got it. it tastes like Thanksgiving, doesn't it, Chase? It tastes, yes. <laughs> and I, I thought this is great radio. I thought, <laughs> thank goodness B. Arthur isn't listening. Um, Yum. This tastes, I thought the lingonberry would be too sweet. No. Not at all. This is really good. And Hanson, I know that you wouldn't BS. You wouldn't just to say it. No. Just because uh, Stephanie Shimp is standing right behind me. Your thoughts? Um, I loved it. I thought the bread was really tasty. It was kind of sweet. Really yeah. Yes. Um, I loved the gravy. It was sort of sagey and all the way the white Thanksgiving gravy, turkey mm, gravy is. Yeah. Um, it's very, we do a Swedish thanks, uh, Swedish um, Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. kind of reminds me of like just the holidays. Okay. Shimpy's handed me something else. Steph, what is this? Oh my God. These are bacon stuffed tater tots. Do you guys, you guys have those? Yeah. Do you guys have a bacon infused sour cream oh. and 
it looks like a tater tot. And it this tastes like a loaded, loaded potato skin. Oh. It's incredible. I've already had three. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I'm not fasting today. <laughs> Stephanie. Hanson's loving this, too. Okay. This oh. is what I wanted a loaded tater tot to be. Yes. Like, it's crispy on the outside, soft oh. on the inside, kind of cheesy. This bacon-infused sour cream sounded gross when she was preparing it, but it tastes like heaven. Mm. Oh, Yum. look, it's, uh, I can see Paul Black outside the studio here. He's enjoying something oh, that she I gave him the sandwich, the, too. Yeah. You get, <laughs> oh, really Paul good. Black is trying it, too. Yep. He is. He's standing out there, and, and then Steve Patterson is watching him eat it. Well, if you... <laughs> Steve Patterson won't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> if you are just tuning in, we are trying one of the new state fair foods Yum. from the Blue Barn, the nice. Swedish Meatball Smorgas. Schmorgus, a meatball sandwich with three traditional Swedish pork and beef meatballs. Shimpy, you got a home run on your hands. Oh, she, I, I, she can't hear. Uh, Hanson said you have a home run on your hands. She gave you the thumbs up. Yeah, yum. I'm love. I'm serious. I'm still eating the tater tot thing because I do commercials for them. Well, I wouldn't say it. I don't do commercials. You don't care. Yeah, you would tell them this is so good. Can we put these on the restaurant menus too? Oh, uh, I'll, let me ask Steph. She's right here. Hanson would like you to put these on the restaurant menu. She doesn't care. She'll get right on that. The tater tot, yum. But l- let's be clear, though. Stephanie uh, Shem's first mission right now is a joint mission. We've, we're joining together. We have to get Frosés at the free house. So she's very busy doing that. Once she gets that done, oh, then she gosh. can move on to your your little pet projects there, <laughs> I just Hanson. want the tots. Okay. We can do both. Oh, that was so. good, but... Oh, I good. ate all of them, Chase. <laughs> we only have. I, did you eat all of them? I ate all well, of the tater tots. Thank goodness the show's over. We have like thirty seconds. And is Steve's is Donna here. or Steve here? Steve's Hi, Steve. Here. Greetings, everybody. Everybody eating good. Steve, we are you eating don't good eat in the this kind of food deal. Um, no, you, you Paul Black just, just offered me some of the hall. This the the, the meatball thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it looked like there was strawberry sauce on it. What's on lingonberries? Lingonberry sauce. We dish lingonberries. Steve, it's so good. Is it really? I turned it down. Really good. No, don't turn it down. That was a mistake. It's really good. That's a huge mistake. Here's our, our up your show? confessions up? today. The question is, I'd be ashamed to admit how dirty my blank is. Oh, my Lord. My mind. <laughs> there you go. That's a start. That's yeah. a start. Yeah. Nooks and crannies okay. today. That's it. That's coming up next on Don and Steve. Go out there and be yourself, everybody, because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Uh, Stephanie's here. One more day tomorrow filling in, so the fun continues tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Beautiful day. Oh, baby, that you're gone away. It's a beautiful day. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.